queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. That was a fantastic rumble, and if anyone disagrees, uh, you you have issues because it's like I've seen people on Twitter say, "Oh, that was the worst rumble ever," and saying that AEW was like dark and Elevation was so much better than the Rumble. It's like, oh my god, please, 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 y'all y'all don't know good television. Then that was just ridiculous. All right, so before we get into all the Rumble recaps and everything. She's in the middle of her dinner, too, and everything. But, Jolie, I know you're exhausted. I'm so glad you so glad you made it home in one piece. And I know you're happy as hell about your Eagles. Um, I'm fucking ecstatic. Um, it was funny. My mom said to me, didn't I say that they were going to go to the Super Bowl this year? And you said they weren't because they were a young team. And I will admit, I said that at the beginning of the season. I thought this was a 10-8 and 8 team um, just because Jalen is still – forming his skills but i'm sorry i'm just watched the end of the Bengals chiefs game and i i don't care who the fuck you are if you're not saying that that uh jalen hurts is not mvp material especially after he what he's done recently the fact that we have gone up double digits on two good teams and I don't care if it, but well, it's the Giants fuck off the Giants are a good fucking team especially in divisions and the 49ers had arguably one of the best defenses in all of the NFL and we held them to seven points yes we took out their quarterbacks but not one but both of them <laughs> yes we took them both out but like I was saying before Hassan Reddick has a bug up his ass because of the fact that he was snubbed for defensive player of the year and you didn't hear Bosa's name get called a lot, and he's the one that's supposedly going to win it. It, uh, I, I do hope that Brock Purdy doesn't take this as a loss in the sense that, you know, they got their ass beat, but he sees it as an, a learning opportunity. I mean, he is a great rookie quarterback, and... I think I heard so much chirping about how the Niners were going to come in here and beat the Eagles senseless, and it was the other way around. And, I mean, there was literally WWE shit going on during that game. I mean, the fights at the end, the literally uh, throwing Jalen down and trying to punch him, the the guy Kinney punching another guy. Like, what the fuck is going on? Mm -hmm. But, um... (laughs) I will say that to every Niners fan that came to to my section or I saw them, I shook their hand. 
I said, y'all got something special, and I hope this becomes the rivalry for future uh, NFC Championships games because I'm sorry, this was more entertaining than the Cowboys game. And Micah Parsons, you're a salty little bitch. I saw your tweets, and uh, y'all are at home, and we're going to the bowl. And the only Dallas that's going to the Super Bowl is Dallas Goddard. Not that I like to defend Cowboys and everything, but he did give some love towards Lane Johnson. Just saying. Well, that's because Lane Johnson made him his bitch during the season. I don't know. I, I mean, but it's like when it comes to the Super Bowl, it's like Kayla. I don't, it's like I think we're both going to end up being Eagles fans, right? I don't like the Chiefs, and um, if it would have came down to the Bengals and the Eagles, I would have to go against the Eagles for the Bengals, but. Um, since I don't like the Chiefs, I'm, I guess stick it. Hopefully the Eagles can bring it home for the NFC. Oh, and I just realized something. What? We had a little raffle thing at work. If you predicted, you got to pick two teams who you think was going to the Super Bowl this year. You won a prize. So if I get drawn, um, I originally put in the very, um, when I put the thing in, I orig- uh, the two teams I originally picked were the Eagles and the Bucks. Well, guess what? I guess if I get drawn out, I'm going to get a prize. So. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. That's yeah. if I get picked. Right. <laughs> oh, and uh, Jolie, before we switch to wrestling and everything, this ass pipe on here uh, says Eagles fans are worse than Cowboys fans. I'm sorry, who said that? Uh, some ass wipe on Twitter at uh, the Nicker New. Let's see. Cowboys fans reminisce about the past. Speaking of ghost stories, because that's the only way they can fucking remember their goddamn championship runs. Eagles fans are living in the present. We are passionate. We are fired up. And yeah, we don't give a fuck what you say about us. Because no one likes us. And we don't fucking care. So, to quote... I don't know who the fuck's at this. Fuck you and have a nice day. And on that note, God, that was a killer rumble last night. Oh my God. From start to finish, I was just like so intrigued. I don't think there was like one bad match at all. Um, I mean, some didn't par up to others and everything, but there's not like one that could have been just been like stricken from the record and everything. It's like I was intrigued from start to finish. Oh my God. Kayla, the one big shocker, holy shit moment of the night. I, I think I know which one you might say, but for the record. Biggest shocker of the night. Logan Paul, Ricochet. Are you guys all right? <laughs> I mean, what the hell? I mean, it was funny. It was like across the ring and all of a sudden and you heard that pop it was loud i can only imagine what it was in that arena if people were in there right um but that was crazy that like and then anybody that hasn't seen it on tiktok um the it's i'm I'm only seen it with animals where people will say what's your name tony well fuck you tony well what's your name Ezekiel, fuck you, Ezekiel. And they go back and forth saying, fuck you. And someone actually did that video on TikTok with Ricochet and Logan Paul doing it. And I said, man, y'all just made it great. Um, But yeah, that was the most shocking WTF moment of the night. It was just like, like, and 
it showed I saw someone had Logan Paul on the back um on the back interview and his chest was just red as it could be. So it was just like... Man. oh my god. Okay, now Jolie, I know you hadn't had a chance to watch the whole thing yet, but from what you did watch and everything, was there one particular moment that stood out for you? Yeah. Jay walking out on the bloodline. That I was not expecting. Um I had said that Sammy was finally going to snap and, you know, Roman just has a back for chairs and he probably asked, you know, probably went up to Seth, hey, um, what's the best way to hit Roman? (laughs) Cool. Thanks. Uh, But like that whole beatdown was just disgusting and disturbing, but amazing storytelling at the same time. Of course. Uh, But Jay not liking what he was seeing is reminiscent to when um jay was first fighting roman yeah and someone on tiktok i don't remember who and i wish i could credit them but i scroll through so many fucking tiktoks um and so many like i have my for you page is fucking weird um but they said that what if like you know sammy turning on roman is the start of the entire bloodline turning on Roman. Okay. Interesting. Because Jay will remember how Roman treated him. In the beginning, yeah. And, you know, Jimmy's just, you know, finally being a bitch. Uh, what he called Jay. So he he's now Jay in this relationship, and Jay is now Jimmy in the mindset of back when this all started. Um, and I just feel that the Jimmy, I mean, Jay walking out and Jimmy being the aggressor was complete. You know, I, I did not expect Jimmy to be that, that aggressive. I could have seen solo. I could have seen Roman, but you know, Sammy loved being an Uso. Mm -hmm. And I think that he was just pushed too far. And I think Jay, Hopefully Jay sees that. And I think, you know, if there was in acting awards for wrestling that Jay and Sammy would both be nominated. <laughs> right. Because they have just been putting on this. Well, the whole thing has been just one of the most uh, fantastic storylines. Um, yeah. But you, you said there, there's one thing we couldn't erase. Just there, there is one thing we could erase. Nia Jax. You had a multitude of women to bring back and they brought her back and I they... meant match I I meant I meant individual match wise but yeah I see your point on that one and, and they botched her her on their cat her countdown which was fucking hilarious I know it's like only a Nia countdown only a Nia entrance <laughs> <sighs> oh my god oh Let's see. Shocker for me. Mm. I'm going to say like the whole, I mean, besides the whole ending with Sammy hitting uh, Roman and everything, that whole uh, blackout match was like, what the fuck moment for me and everything. But it was like sick as hell. And it was very, very cool. It was, and it was very, very short. Uh, I think it was like five or six minutes or something like that. 
And they, but, still had the glow, they still had the glow confetti all over the floor of a near commentary after the fact. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, my God. But Becky that, landed in it or whatever. <laughs> but that match was absolutely sick and everything. And how about starting off the whole damn show with Pat McAfee's return? Yes. Can I just say, hearing Corey Graves bitch whine and complain that that was happening was... So perfect because I did watch that because it was all over Twitter when I had a chance to to look at it and and flip through it. I was just like, when any uh, anything to piss off Corey Graves. And uh, when Mom and I heard, "Hey, let's go!" We screamed so loud we were just glad. I said, "Wait a minute, he's not in the Rumble because we thought he was coming out at one." I said, "They didn't introduce the Rumble. She has it is, yeah." I said he's coming out as commentary, and the fact that they he was playing his character so well, like, wait a minute, Bianca was going up against her at this point at this rate, but now she's going up against a psycho. It was like he was trying to get the four one one as he was going through it, like so acting so confused, like he had been like, in the loop. I know he's like, been in the loop. It's like the whole night he acted like he was playing catch up and stuff like that, especially with everything with like Ray and Dominic Mysterio and stuff like that. But um, but yeah, in the fact that they even kept it as a surprise, they kept it from Cole and Corey Graves and everything. It was like that made it even more with the reactions and stuff like that. And I and I said this on Twitter. Um, at this rate, I would not be surprised if we got Pat McAfee and Corey Graves at WrestleMania. Just saying, because it's like those. It, it's like they've had like irritations with each other since summer. But like I've said, you know, a couple podcasts back, you kind of had that feeling that what way to bring him back would be the Royal Rumble. So in a way, you kind of expected it, but you didn't really know if he was coming back or not. And also, if I thought they would bring him back to the Rumble, I thought he would be in the Rumble. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like he played one of those like slick like oh what oh that the rumble saturday i thought it was sunday and stuff like that because i saw like a little bit of clips from his show like on earlier in the week and everything trying to be all coy and everything i was like going you lying son of a bitch it was like kind of like the same with edge um no, michael and- cole he had that uh- smirk on his face because Corey was getting upset <laughs> and i did predict that both Edge and Beth Phoenix would be at the Rumble. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I love the fact that Beth fucking speared Rhea before the Rumble. Um, one thing I loved about the whole McAfee thing, like him and Cole, is that they fed off each other so fucking well, especially when Piper Niven came back and they kept saying the do and drop. Yeah. <laughs> In all different alliterations, I was like, this is fucking hilarious. I am. Because I I had gotten home just at the end of the Bianca Alexa match last night from work. And the women's rumble was just about to start. Mm -hmm. And I was getting situated. So I missed Rhea coming out, but I saw Liv coming out. And, you know, I know. The men's match was fantastic. I I want to just say that the women's match, I was in shock and awe at, number one, the amount of women still in the ring mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. start it. But 
my favorite entrant of the night was Lena Vega. I kind of had a feeling you'd say that. No, well, no, her and Zia Lee, I want that. <laughs> that little moment on the on the apron and everything when they like ah yeah that was so that was so cute and so adorable and just like yeah we want that <laughs> like that's that... why I sent that clip to you when it says you're playing a game and it, you both hit the top bump at the same time. <laughs> Like I, I want that match. Like you know, and Zelina really showed out. Mm-hmm. Like she is very, very skilled, and I really hope they start letting her use the skills that she has. That that her husband Tommy has taught her, and uh, I think Red is his name. He also helped train Sasha and Bailey at, at one point. Okay. Um, in Brooklyn or the Bronx, he's up there. Okay. So. Um. Yeah. But yeah, no, that her is her character uh, from Street Fighter, which makes sense now why she was gone so long before she came back to WWE on the West mm-hmm. Coast. Now I know what that project was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's like, now I got to get Street Fighter. But, you know, I always like playing Street Fighter. But yeah, no, like that that moment, I think, was one of my favorite and... My next favorite moment was when Miriam came in with the J armband. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and speaking of Jay, they did lay him <laughs> to rest day at a funeral. So he they held the funeral at the Laurel High School. The they had the football field for people to sit out and listen and watch. According to what my mom said, the gymnasium was packed and mm. it spilled over into another auditorium and another cafeteria. Wow. Jericho was there. Um, Roddy, Roderick Strong yeah. showed up. I saw that. Uh, Tony Khan, Britt Baker, Taz. I kind of hope that some of the WWE guys were able to make it, but you know, logistically, they would not have gotten any sleep and you know, it was just, I was able to watch some of it before I had to focus on my task at hand today. And, you know, that was just being in charge of my section. And they, the amount of love that I saw from that funeral. And my mom watched more than I did. And yeah. it, it was, it was very religious, but that was their beliefs and i am not mocking or belittling their beliefs it was just i'm i just i felt so much love and i was again i felt sad that you know i spent a lot of time hating the man because of his words right you all catch the thing that mark said at the funeral about the ribeye i didn't get he, to see mark i had okay well work. he got up there and he I'll have to I'll have to find the clip. I think it's on Twitter. But he was making everyone laugh and he said something about he was riding a bicycle and he passed one of these old cemeteries. If I get this wrong, I apologize. But um so he was riding by the cemetery and he saw a guy just hanging on to a gravestone, you know, had his hands out, was squatting down, had it on there. He says he realized it was a rabbi and he went up there and he said, Good morning. Rabbi turned around and said, No, just taking a shit. <laughs> oh my said, god. You should have just okay. heard the crowd laugh. It was great. Okay. 
Interesting. But uh, another thing Jolie had mentioned stuff about the Rumble. Um, the Zelina and Zaya one was pretty good. I like that. Um, and that the fact Natty's music hit, she went straight for Shayna Baszler. Shayna, the- Shayna said had the face on look the face on uh as in I'm fucked. <laughs> and then they both eliminated each other at the same time was great. And then Chelsea five seconds in the Royal Rumble, you now hold the shortest record ever. Liv, Liv, Liv Morgan thanks you. Yeah, exactly. I know, Actually, right? I think less than five seconds. <laughs> no, I looked it up. It's roughly about five seconds. Okay, but shorter. It's the record. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Welcome back. I know, right? And then the fact that her husband sat there and tweeted, "So proud of you, baby." Can you make a record? Oh Lord, only Cardona. I swear, it's not a record I would want to brag about. Right. No, and then Gunther of course can brag about his. Ooh, he- we we will get Mr. Mr. Glunther in just a minute. But it's like, and also with the women and everything, it's like Roxanne, Zoe, Indy. It's like all of them showed up and like showed out. Representing that NXT. Roxanne was kicking some ass there for a while. Roxanne sure and, and Zoe were both mm-hmm. putting putting Ooh. Zoe, I could I could see coming up sooner rather than later i think she would add a fire and it was nice to see shotzi back who else came back that i was Oscar. well i knew she was coming back i was saying like somebody i swear there's somebody else i didn't hadn't seen in a while that came back but i'm not let's see tamina Ugh. besides besides tamina um who else came back um oh maybe. i hadn't really seen lacy like her actually being wrestling was actually she just We're, came back. It, she actually came back Friday, but but I was working, so I didn't see her. I know. Yeah. So it was actually nice to see her finally embrace the heel that she's supposed to be. Right. But speaking of Lacey, um, Jasmine Allure, your match. Mm. Yes, I understand you were going up against Lacey Evans, but girl, you killed it in that ring. She held her own. You held down. You. <laughs> I wish she would have been giving Lacey the woman's right and defending <laughs> her, but girl, you killed it. We're us here at the Queen's Takeover, we're proud of you. And also I will jump to AEW with the therapist, Tiffany Nevins, girl. You know yes. you're making history. We're proud of you. Yeah, definitely. I saw that and I was like, oh, wait a minute, that therapist looks familiar. <laughs> yeah, no, because I was watching some of it, because that's right, I kind of write after that is when I turned it off because I was ready to go to bed. Right. But you know, hold the whole time you're just sitting there staring like, I feel like I should know that person, but you weren't yeah. quite sure. Then you sent it in our group chat and I was like, no, it can't be. And then I happened to see her post something on Twitter about it, the exact same. But I was like, oh my God, it's Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> I do know that chick. So right. But to see how far she's come since we had her on the very first time before her debut down at CCW and everything, it's just like, oh my God, so proud and so happy for her and everything. And look, and it's just about there, you know, we've had people on WWE, we had them on AEW. Look at Jay Bougie, he's been on AEW Dark. You know, that's, it's, hey, these indie wrestlers are going to remember us. Of course. I hope so. I really hope so. They will. They will. Okay. 
back to the women's rumble real quick and everything. Um, yeah, it's like I mentioned it. Like, Oz Canada came back full Kana, and I swear Tegan and Liv looked like they were ready to, ready to shit their pants. Like, who the hell is this woman? And so I just can't wait to see all that coming out and everything. But it's like Rhea going wire to wire, being the first woman to win it from number one, breaking the record for the longest appearance. It was just like, OMG. Now, but Kayla, is she going to take care of unfinished business or is she going to get revenge? A little bit of both. <laughs> Not Well, I mean, unfinished business from Bianca. Revenge on revenge on Charlotte. So, man, so that's gonna be a little tricky because, like you said, revenge on Charlotte because she did take her NXT championship from her, mm-hmm. and we still technically never got the match between her and Bianca. So, Lee, uh, I think what Rhea is going to do, knowing what kind that she's going to do, she's going to show up tomorrow Monday Night Raw. She's going to taunt Bianca. And then, more than likely, we're going to see her and Dime Dime on freaking SmackDown, and she's going to taunt Charlotte. So, <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me that we are getting Charlotte Flair versus Sonya Deville for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Which um, you will be there for? Yes, people. I will be in Greenville, South Carolina for Friday night SmackDown. Hopefully to be witnessing the wonderful killer smoke show if you don't know what the killer smoke show is i'm sorry google it you'll find out um anyway more than likely she'll make an appearance during that match if not before or try to taunt charlotte in the back or something um so but if i had to choose for be uh not choose for bianca if i had to choose for Rhea, i loved her and charlotte when they fought each other um, but I really want to see Rhea versus Bianca. Bianca's been yeah. nailing it as Raw Women's Champion. She's proven that she's just as great and talented in the ring as Charlotte, Becky, Trish, Lita, you name them. She proves that she runs, you know, is part of that women's division in this historical moments that they're making. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it's as she's reaching over 300, I think it's time for Bianca to lose it. You know, let her have a breather because unfortunately Roman don't understand what the word breather is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I honestly hope that we get do get Rhea versus Bianca and that the brutality nightmare will be getting that title cleanly. So Priest, Finn, Dominic, do not help her with that match because she don't need you. She may act like she needs you, unlike you two. Unlike you three, it seems like you need to have Rhea out there distracting her if every freaking moment you get. Yes, Finn, mm-hmm. I said that about you. Because lately, that's how it's been. <sighs> and one thing I did think about and everything, and Rhea did confirm it through her press conference, if she does go against Charlotte and wins, she will now she will then become a Grand Slam champion. Already. Which is crazy. Yeah. Oh, that's right. She did win the tag team titles with Nikki. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Jolie. Revenge or unfinished business? Unfinished business. 
because it's the match that we never got because Rhea got hurt and she can go after Charlotte at any time. She doesn't need this. She needs this for Bianca. Um, also, if it sounds like I my speech is slowing a little bit, I am exhausted. I am just dead to the world right now. Um, so yeah, it's you have that aspect to it. Um, right now, I don't think it would be a smart move for her to go after Charlotte with her staying on Raw with uh, Judgment Day because Judgment Day isn't going at least not right yet moving to SmackDown unless they win the titles in any way, shape, or form from the bloodline. Um, But yeah, no, it. she has... We've wanted that match, Bianca and Rhea, again. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember their NXT fights, and, you know, when we first got the, uh-uh, you don't go here. <laughs> Um, from Bianca to Charlotte, yeah, and she won. So, um, yeah, no, I think that's that's where we're headed. And um, one thing I do love about this Rumble match, I mean, we kind of glossed on it, was the fact that it started so many non-title feuds. Mm-hmm. I think that was one of the coolest things, and it was Piper that we hadn't seen in months. That that's the one I was actually thinking of. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And uh, Alba was very, very happy that, you know, to see her back as Piper. And, you know, I hope she gets to come up soon as well. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, seeing her back and apparently seeing her healthy because of what she, because we now know, like, why she was out for so long and everything. And so it's just like, uh, glad she's healthy and glad she's doing so much better. And that she got her name back, Piper Niven. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, man. But, yeah, that was a killer. That was a killer match. That was such a killer Royal Rumble match. Okay, so men's Royal Rumble. Uh, I mean, we were kind of leaning towards, I mean, it was kind of like, I mean, it's kind of a little predictable that Cody was going to win, but the fact that he came out 30, he looked a lot better, but I mean, the way that they started off the match with Gunther and Sheamus, it's like, hello, she's Louise, and it's like, I know, like um, Sheamus is pushing for the trilogy at WrestleMania, but that that's later down the line and everything. But it's just like, good. Um, I know we brought it up earlier and everything, but Jolie Gunther breaking the record for the longest appearance. Entering at one and came in down to final two is just like shit. How much more did that boy cement his uh, standing? I, I honestly think now people need to shut up about him. Um, uh, you know, people saying he looks sickly because he lost that weight and this looks healthy, and he's actually come out and saying, you know, this is the best I've felt in a long time, and he's happy and he's healthy. So Gunther has literally cemented himself to be the top echelon, and I really need him versus Brock Lesnar. Yeah, just that stare down for the, just like one one second there. It's like, uh, yes, please. <laughs> like I, I just hell, I want him and Bobby. Like I want him versus some of the big guys. Um, like him and Omos at one time. <laughs> I mean, 
Give somebody his size instead of his little short people he likes to go after. Right. Oh my god. Ah, oh, but Kayla, your boy won. He came back and did the whole damn thing. And I know you're happy as hell. Well, one out of three of my guys did it. <laughs> no, um, as much as I would really have loved Finn to win a Rumble, because like we've stated before, I felt like ever since he lost the Universal Championship because of injury, he's never really got the opportunity to be back in that spotlight again. Um, unfortunately, I knew Cross wasn't going to win. Um, I want—I really didn't want him to win the match of the Royal Rumble, but I was kind of hoping he'd last longer than he did. Stupid mm-hmm. Drew McIntyre. Um, but hey, at least he wasn't the very first one, like the Miz, to be eliminated. Um, <laughs> but. Um, I stated this before. I honestly am afraid of what is next for Cross because fans are not behind him, and that is basically what screwed him over the first time. But I'm not going to get into that. Um, but no matter what they are, where he goes next, or what's his future, he's always got me as a fan, and that's never going to change. Um. Yes, the American Nightmare returned at 30. Obviously, we knew who number 30 was going to be by the time 29 came out because we already knew he's returning. Um, Came out. He looked good. His, I didn't cringe when he took his jacket off like I did at Hell in a Cell. I still cringe <laughs> to this day every time I see the clips of it. Right. Um, The fact that he got so emotional at the end, he made mm-hmm. me want to tear up. Right. And I only caught part of it. I didn't really catch all of it. Um, but Dan ended up Dan from the Bump Boys ended up telling me that Triple H told Cody that he could see Dusty in his eyes. And so Cody felt like everything that he's done that Triple H doesn't doesn't need to like him by smashing his throne and just different things of striking. But the fact is you're, you got welcomed back with open arms into WWE. And just because of your legacy, how it got started, and where you are today, mm-hmm. you're going to continue to build that legacy and accomplish what you want to be. Um, So with the rumors that's been stating and surfacing through Twitter, like I said, it's rumors. I can't confirm it, and I won't confirm it until it is confirmed. Um, they're saying that WrestleMania night one is going to be Universal Championship Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn. And that night two is going to be the main event of Cody versus Roman for the WWE Championship. So um, other than uh, Cody's going to kick ass and get the title mm-hmm. and held it high and Dusty's honor. Um, I'll probably be emotional watching it on TV when it happens. Um, just, and it's going to just feel great to see that moment. And Triple H, if you listen, or anybody from WWE that listens, 
Cody Rhodes comes out as WWE champion. Can we please have Brandy and Liberty in the ring with him? And if you have to work out a deal with Tony Khan, can we have Dustin back for one night? Oh. oh. Because Dustin's already said how much he's proud of Cody on Twitter. Get it, brother. Bring it home for the Rhodes family. Something. I don't care. Make it even more memorable than what it needs to be. Something to honor. Just don't de- just don't dress Seth Rollins up in his uh Dusty Rose's uniform again. We'll be all right. Ah, oh, Dios mio. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, apparently, apparently, Ricky Starks was Ricky. I did see that Ricky Starks was there backstage for Cody. So that's good, man. But if that's the case, we might, we might. I honestly, I think, I think he still has a few more matches that he wants to deal with on AEW. But I think lately, Dust, uh, Dustin has been working with just the Nightmare Factory in Atlanta. So we could see that. But that's what I want. He wins that title. I want to see Brandy, Liberty, and Dustin in that ring. That'd be nice. That'd Not really Gold Dust, nice. but Dustin Rhodes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, man. Jolly? Well, I called him winning the Rumble before he even got injured. Um, I'm fucking ecstatic for Cody. I kind of hope he holds it to, if he once he wins the title off of Roman, he holds the title until WrestleMania 40, so I get to see him with the title. Um, but you know, I'm just I'm just extremely happy for the dude. He earned it. He deserves it. And I agree with everything that Kayla said. I'm just too tired to reiterate it. And I would like to say, hey, Swerve, back the fuck off, Dustin. And don't ever, ever speak about Dusty. Because I will smack the teeth out of your mouth. Dusty is off limits. I don't care who the fuck you are. You wouldn't have hit row in NXT if it wasn't for the mind of Dusty Rhodes with the tag teams. Because he loved his tag teams. He loved his his stables. So I'll pull a fucking Will Smith and you're Chris Rock. Oh, man. And uh, also back to Cody for a minute. And the fact as soon as he slid in the ring, Seth Rollins mumbled to him, welcome back. My, I missed that part. I missed yeah. that part. Yeah, I missed that part. He slid into the ring. He looked at Seth, and Seth, you, Seth went. He, he just mumbled it, and you could read it. He said, "Welcome back." And then Mom's like, "Well, they're going to end up to next thing you know, they start teaming up against uh, on gun, you know, getting the you know bigger guys out and uh, get Gunter out." And, and I, then they, and then freaking, and then, I was hoping we'd get Seth and Cody at the end, and then here comes freaking Logan Paul and alone, like, really. I know, right? Poor Seth. I am so sorry, buddy, that you got eliminated by Logan Paul. Yeah, that's gonna leave an awful taste in his mouth. But it's like this we had like that one one moment between them two and everything. It's like uh, Seth was like, "Well, you're not gonna come steal my spotlight again," and all that mm-hmm. kind of shit. Yeah, I like that. They were tricking. They were tricking Gunter because I guess he thought like, "Wait a minute, they're gonna go at each other. They got some beef." The next thing you know, they turned and looked at him and started going after him. They're like, right. "Wait a minute now." <laughs> and then here comes Logan Paul. There goes Seth. And it's like, oh. Uh, 
Man. But talk about nail biting ending of that rumble, man. There for a minute, I thought Cody wasn't going. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, it wouldn't be. Hey, you know how Triple H has been lately. Make you instead of heart attack football games, it's heart attack wrestling matches. Exactly. Oh my god. But it's like the one thing I kind of appreciated. I mean, it's like. With both the Rumble matches and everything, there wasn't, like, a whole lot of, like, surprises, like, nostalgic returns and everything. Mm-hmm. And it really wasn't needed. And just, like, I saw, like, this one tweet. Um, it's, like, Wrestle, Wrestle Tracker tweeted out, worst Rumble ever. No surprises, no twists. It was the worst Rumble show. And they said on there, Vince McMahon booked Royal Rumbles better than Triple H. In what fucking universe? I thought it was funny. <laughs> I thought it was funny when Michelle McCool's music went off and Cole's like, wait a minute. She's sitting behind us. <laughs> I thought that was genius, to be perfectly honest. Um, sometimes you don't need nostalgia to make a rumble good. I mean, you had the nostalgia in the men's with Booker T, but the women's Michelle McCool, that woman still got it. I would love to see her face like a couple other women nowadays, but you know, I mean, right. since, since hubby shouldn't be wrestling anymore, she could, she can come back for a few more matches. I'd be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, hell I would love now like Michelle McCool, Lita, Trish, Beth Phoenix, and maybe one other woman versus five of the up-and-coming women's today in a Survivor Series match. That'd be cool. Um, old, old school, new school. Yeah. Um, like, maybe one of the Bellas. If And I, I will say this. I agree with everything that fucking Nikki was saying and people attacking her for being pissed off. Um, you took away a match that a lot of us wanted to see at Raw, Raw 30, and... Again, like we know that the bloodline storyline is very important. We got the we got part of the payoff this weekend. Um, I just feel that it really uh gave a bad taste for the way that the women have come along, and you you just disrespected them and you gave us sh- uh, Charlotte on Raw with the whole Sonya Deville thing. So yeah, I just I just feel that. They they left the they were right in their criticisms about the raw thirty. Um, but other than that, I don't have to hear Paul Heyman say Brock Purdy ever the fuck again. Oh. Uh... Yeah, if he wasn't teamed up with 49ers fans, it's like, and, and they were in Philly and that night, just like, yeah, how much more do you want to piss off that crowd? <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Oh, man. Okay, so, Kayla, I, I, I touched on the match earlier and everything. Jolie didn't really get to see it, so what were your thoughts on the blackout match with Bray and uh, LA Knight? Um, it was kind of crazy. It kind of, um, when I kind of back it up a little bit, um, in the EDS Sports Wrestling Twitter, I had put if a certain glow shows up, um, 
at WrestleMania, I was going to add a point to everyone's thing, and I'm glad I verified that it would be Naomi, because I could see someone saying, hey, there's glow in the Royal Rumble. No, not that kind of glow. Um, <laughs> it was kind of epic. It was amazing. It was like, um, I don't know, just neon. It was different. It was short. Um, the fact when he was walking to the ring... You saw Sister Abigail sitting on top of the barricade. You saw Mercy at the end. You saw Huskers the pig in the crowd. Um, And then the glowing confetti or whatever it was all over the floor. Um, Just then they ended up going to the crowd and Uncle Howdy jumping down and the pyro went. And then you see the animal us, not the animals, the characters up where he was, all of them. Um, I kind of liked it. I, it would have been, it was very interesting. Very Bray Wyatt-ish. Bray Wyatt-ish. Mm-hmm. With the storytelling and stuff, like his dark secrets and stuff. Um, L.A. Knight probably didn't enjoy it, but I kind of did. Um, and that the fact they were all, just different things were glowing, the apron and everything, the uh, ropes and different things. Um, I liked it. Um, is this the end of him in L.A. Night? Probably. Because if I was L.A. Night, I wouldn't want to step back into that. Um, <laughs> but um, speaking of Bright, I do know that press conference they had. Mm-hmm. Somebody had asked him, would Alexa be joining him? And he says, I find it that me and Alexa is always going to be connected somehow that eventually the full turn will eventually happen. Right. It's just a matter of when, when, where. And obviously we could tell that she's there because she's seeing things. She's going crazy. So um, I kind of enjoyed it. Like I said, I kind of wish it was a little bit longer, but it's not what I expected. Yeah. It was kind of like a pitch black glow kind of match. And the fact that we still saw the glow confetti all over the floor behind the commentary was kind of funny so probably by the time becky lynch got back up i'm surprised she wasn't glowing well she might have been glowing because the lights were on so we couldn't tell but (laughs) yeah but i liked it i mean it was interesting not what you expect but like i said it's a kind of storytelling match that fits perfectly for bray wyatt Mm -hmm. cool oh man oh man oh man all right, so Jolie, what would you rate the entire Royal Rumble? I give it a a solid eight and a half out of ten. Um, again, there were some certain people returns that I didn't want: Logan Paul, Nia Jax. Lose a percentage point for those. Um, but yeah, no, very solid show. And if anybody says otherwise, um. Uh, I I can give you a phone number to call. It's one eight hundred suck my dick, um, and uh, you can call that as much as you want. It was a great, uh, great rumble. Um, definitely not my favorite rumble. I mean, my favorite women's rumble will always be the first one because it was in Philly in twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen, and uh, that one meant a lot to me because it was the first and. Becky and Sasha started it out. It was just really good. And that's when we got Rhonda back. Rhonda. So it was actually a really good time. But 
you know, the women's rumble has progressed. They've got longer, they've gotten better. And um, the future of the women's division is beautiful and bright with the likes of Indy, Roxanne, Zoe Stark, Zia Lee. I can't wait for like next year when you get Cora Jade and uh, JC Jane and all those others. And I just, I can't wait. Um, Men's Rumble never disappoints. But again, I don't fucking need Logan Paul. Um, He can go play in traffic for all I care. And, you know, the Alexa match, uh, that whole ending was fuck mind fuck. And so, yeah, no, this, this was definitely a very solid, uh, premium live event. And, you know, I hope one day Britain gets the rumble because I know how they react with just a normal pay-per-view. But if mm-hmm. they got a pay-per-view like this, it's going to be off the fucking wall. And I really hope they get that. Right. Kayla, what do you get? Um, I'm giving it an eight and a half as well. Um, we could have done without Logan Paul. Um, honestly, I was okay with Nia returning. I didn't see it coming considering she said multiple times on TikTok with her and Mojo was joking around about it. She said she would never come back. Um, but, um, I was kind of hoping, you know, obviously I knew she was going to win because I predicted her, um, but kind of was hoping for Alexa, but hey, um, but hey, uh, men's were good, women's was good as always, women's killed it more than the men's though, um, like I stated before, the Shocking WT of moment was Ricochet and Logan Paul going at it. Air hug. <laughs> Spl- uh, chest pump, plat, whatever you wanted to call it. I don't know what they were thinking. Right. Um, Everything was just awesome. They, it was amazing. And it was it was very unexpected. Like, it, it was, there was parts where you could, you know, maybe put two and two together. Like, oh, that's going to happen. That's going to happen. So, um, but I can officially say eight and a half, we are officially on the road to WrestleMania and it's only going to get epic here. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it a nine out of 10 and everything. Um, yeah, Nia's botched, yeah, right. Uh, Nia's botched entrance and the fact that she came back in, um, and then I understand like the whole beat down at the end of the show. Uh a little a little excessive, but storytelling at its best, but still. But uh I actually, yeah, it's like I love the whole show from like start to finish. And some people who are just like again saying like this was like one of the worst rumbles ever, it's just like you need your head examined. And with how the show ended, um, oh my god, the setup for Elimination Chamber in Montreal. And Sammy's gonna even get the biggest welcome home ever, and I just I just cannot wait to see how everything starts playing out in the next few weeks. Ay ay ay. Oh, and Russell Ops tweeted out that the ending of the Rumble event, which saw Sammy Zayn turn on Roman Reigns, has now been viewed over twenty million five fifty thousand times, 
and counting across all WWE's uh, social medias in the last 24 hours. So that is insane. <sighs> shit. All right. Kayla, any final thoughts? Nope. I mean, like I stated, we're officially on the road to WrestleMania with a little elimination chamber in the middle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, Jolie, Jason Kelsey uh, tweeted out. He said, I'm officially done being a Chiefs fan for the season. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, that's fucking awesome. Um, like, I, This is going to be an amazing Super Bowl. That's all I have to say about that. Um, I had an amazing time tonight. Uh, Rumble was great last night. Eagles win today was even better. Um, knowing that Bailey lost at something else makes it all the sweeter. <laughs> um, so thanks for wearing green, Bailey. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, it's hilarious that she was the one that they came have her cup. She was the one that came in with the, the jersey for 40 for this, the uh, WrestleMania. <laughs> and we played it, it was it's so foreshadowing i fucking love it um but rumble was great elimination chamber in in montreal is going to be great i kind of hope that they do a mixed match tag with dom and Rhea versus edge and beth because i don't want uh well i would prefer finn but I don't. I need Finn to go after a title. Um, plus, I just want to see Edge spear the fuck out of Dom over and over again. Yeah, break him in half. <laughs> and I realized that you said Dom Dom, and I really thought you said Dum Dum. I don't know what it sounds like sometimes. One and two, one one and the same. Um, but other than that, I, I we've now hit you know the start of the season of wwe like i always said this the royal rumble is the season finale and then like you get your teaser trailer which is uh elimination chamber and then you get the the rum um the wrestlemania so it works out in just mysterious and awesome ways and i think we are on arguably a good start and probably one of the better starts better than last year to be perfectly honest mm-hmm. and we're going to get an amazing main event with Rhea and whoever she chooses Um, and I think that if they whoever she doesn't choose they need to have a women's elimination chamber match for the number one contender um just because I won a women's elimination match. <laughs> and also, I think they should do a women's elimination tag team match for the number one contenders or just for the fucking titles. I don't care. Um, just because I want to see what Dakota and Io can do inside the, the cage. Exactly. But other than that, yeah. you know, we got the teaser trailer in Montreal and Sami Zayn is killing it and hopefully we get 
Kevin and Sammy's biggest wish, which is to win the tag titles together at WrestleMania. Yeah. Or, oh. or at, hell, at this rate, it's like I'd rather do, do it in Montreal. And uh, kudos to Nikki Cross for being the only one to start out running at the very top of the ramp and run all the way down that ramp. That's because Nikki is psycho. <laughs> And that and that alone proved it even even more. Dang! I was like, oh. I, was like I was like, kudos to that guy. Mom said she. I said she literally ran all the way down that ramp. <laughs> probably a little fun fact that she probably shotgunned a fucking coffee and Red Bull at the same time. Yeah. No, 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 no. Never give her decaf coffee or Red Bull. It's always coffee with caffeine. That's what she stated several times on social media. I, I know. That's why I said she probably either shotgunned a coffee with caffeine or a Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like more power to her. It's like, fuck. No way. Oh, Ladies, next week is three years. Damn. <laughs> wow. Right. Exactly. Wow. Oh man, next week's gonna be fun. Until then, that's all we have for this episode of Queen's Takeover. Thank you so much for joining us and tune in next time as the takeover continues. Y'all have a good one. <laughs>